This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Gohan from Dragon Ball Super, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Excuse me, Gohan, this is more of a narrator type thing. Uh, okay. Just do it more like a next time on Talk Time Live. Uh, next time on Talk Time Live. Don't quit your day job, Gohan. It's time. Talk time. Let's go. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Live. Started in the 80s with Matt Cross. Dudes in the hood might have called that soft, but I carried that cross like Jesus did. Fast forward, I teach the kids to learn how to let go, live life, and show love to all things that don't matter. Where y'all from? And luckily, there's a show called Talk Time. We've been waiting for this for a long time. Dax kicks the facts on all the geek news. Special guests and unbiased reviews. Suburban kids, the hipster street dudes. All can learn something new. Me too. I heard words when no faith is empty. I stayed the course, so my haters tempt me. Beat the podcast, that'll make them envy. It ain't too trendy. It's ACMG. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk Time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Journal of My Life that covers all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the Prime Show. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. First and foremost, shout out to everybody who has been impacted by this situation right now, who's quarantined at home, and hopefully you're keeping safe and keeping your loved ones safe out there. Uh, Shout out to the first responders and the medical staff out there who are doing their thing. Thank you true superheroes out there and anybody else who's working to better and help each other through these times just thank you my thoughts and prayers go out to all of you as you know a lot of people have been impacted by this There's a lot of news going on and not so great at this moment and i just say at this moment because eventually we will get through this and we all need to get through this together and no doubt no matter what we will overcome this uh in some form or fashion so you know Thank you to everybody who's doing anything out there. And even if it just means stay home, which I highly advise everybody to stay home right now and do. Uh, If you're not any essentially needed outside or if you're not getting anything, just stay home. Chill. Just chill for the rest of the time. And thank you to all those who are taking the time out and suspending your time and of all stressors to listen to this show so i will be happy and hopefully i can entertain you throughout the next hour or so with this as well i also want to give a major thank you to the one and only cal a bear in giving me this new soundbite that you just heard is i I'm, I'm proclaiming this right now as the best soundbite ever and this 
how this started because of some recent news that we're going to go straight over to the next segment and talk about. But uh, that I reached out to him to ask him to do another soundbite. He's done. This is his fourth soundbite that he's done for the show. He's done more soundbites than anybody on this show. Uh, he's done one as the narrator. He's done one for Ryu as Street Fighter because he's Ryu on Street Fighter 4 and 5. Uh, and I believe uh, some of the other new uh, anime series that it came out. And then he also is Gohan as well. I never got a Gohan from him. And I reached out to him, especially given the recent events that we'll talk about soon. Uh and he had no he he had no trouble i I, reason why i love kyle is because we have a lot in common we're both wrestling uh fans we're big i I don't even want to say marks but we're big wrestling fans (laughs) and um we're also tech geeks like every time he would be on a show i had i would have to ask him what he's got because he's he's always he always got something new, something really cool, something even I haven't even heard of as well. And then, you know, we were both Apple, you know, Marks too. So that kind of played a factor. But, you know, he's always been very kind. He's always been a very, you know, humble dude. And I thanked him greatly for that, um, for that soundbite. And I think I, as much as I love the soundbite, I think what he told me afterwards really took my heart in a sense because it just it's just one of those times where everything that i'm doing right now everything i've done for this show and since the beginning of acmg and my and not only that but my business too it's like what if have i actually done enough or what am, am i doing everything i need to do or you know or am i going in the right direction and when you get somebody who replies back and says you know, after I thanked him and he says, thank you and happy to do it. You're one of the good ones out there. Appreciate you. That to me, and I hear that, like, I've heard, you know, I've heard stuff like that before from, you know, Molly as well. And uh, fun fact, I met Molly through Kyle, by the way, um, which is very, very interesting how things go. Um and when you hear that and you hear other people who are on a show and who's been on the show multiple times for that matter and they eventually it's 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 just, it, you know give you compliments like that it really puts you in a place it really tells you something it really speaks volumes of what I've been doing and what I've been attempting to do and trying to do and reach out to do. And it, it really humbled me. It really put me in a place when I, when he said that, and it, it you know, it kind of revitalized me right now, especially with everything going on. So thank you, Kyle, once again, and, um, this awesome soundbite and hopefully we'll get to, um, we'll get to see each other soon. I, you know, I'm crossing my fingers on that. So for a lot of reasons, um, but we got some news to talk about in the next segment, of course, and on the talk topic of the week in celebration of the release of One Piece Pirate Warriors 4, which will be reviewed this week on Select Start, I decided to check out One Piece Stampede, the latest movie that came out in 2019. It was available on uh, Amazon Prime. You can check it out there as well. Uh, 
believe it was 1999, I think, for that movie. Or, yeah, I think it was 1999 for that movie. Um, but I got a chance to check it out and, you know, got some interesting things to uh, talk about with that one. So we're going to talk about that in our talk topic of week. But for now, let's not waste any more time, folks. Let's find out what's new in the world of ACMG. And now it's time to find out what's new in the world of ACMG. So what really led to the soundbite was my fandom for what Kyle has done recently. Kyle Abair, the voice of Gohan, the narrator from Dragon Ball Z, one of the, the original narrator from Dragon Ball Z, if I'm correct. Uh, and then they switched him on to somebody else, I think, when he was doing Double Duty, because he's also the Ox King and he plays a few other characters as well. But he plays a ton of characters, but uh, just period. Just like it, it, for, he works with Funimation and he does a lot a lot of voices out there but he's more famous for being ryu from street fighter and gohan from uh dragon ball z and super and what led to this of course is the viral video that he did after the latest episode of uh aew all elite wrestling remember we said i mentioned at the beginning of the show that we are wrestling fans he went out his way there's a Jericho Challenge, if you're an All Elite Wrestling fan, then you know that one of the hottest things right now is Chris Jericho, and even one of the, in, in, on the top of that, his theme song that he made from his band Fozzy called Judas, and it is one of the best songs ever in wrestling right now. It's like the hottest song in wrestling right now. Like it, it Honestly, Fozzy was supposed to be like a sort of a comedy, not like a comedy band, but like a, I forgot what, he, what Jericho called it, but um, it was like a mocking a mocking a mock band or something like it but they ended up going full force with this and lo and behold like they really are great they are tremendous and he created this they made this song called judas which is like the ultimate villain song if you ever see the video the video is just off the wall but the words of the song meet matches chris jericho's character on all elite wrestling so well so it's so famous for those who don't know this song is so famous that the fans in the crowd actually sing the song word for word every time it plays and every time he comes outside uh comes not coming outside but come out to the uh entrance of his music everybody singing and i remember when i went last year to the uh third episode of all elite wrestling which was in philly it was the first time i ever heard people singing the actual song and it just caught on even more and more so this is like total rock star level right here and chris jericho deservingly absolutely deserves that moniker of rockstar because that's exactly what he is right now he he's just he's a legend he's a living he's made to live in legend status at this point in my opinion and so now there's a challenge online of people actually singing the judas song kyle being the wrestling fan that he is decided to do this in his own what i always what i call the Mel Blankian way and if you're a voice actor you know it and if you're a fan of cartoons you know the name of Mel Blank Mel Blank is the original name of Bugs uh, the original voice of Bugs Bunny and all the uh, Daffy Duck and all the Looney Tunes characters originally and he's most known for doing multiple characters to the point that you didn't realize that all of it was one person 
Kyle, I caught like two people that, is, that I've actually had the pleasure of interviewing that I feel that has the Mel Blankian ability to do so many different voices that you can't tell who is what and who. Kyle is one of them. Fred Tatasher is the other. So in his own fashion, much like he did with the soundbite uh, for this show, he did a Judas version as the narrator of uh, Dragon Ball Z. And we're going to play this clip in full. It's like 44 seconds or something like this. So we're going to play it right now for those who didn't hear it and check it out. And this is the clip that he created, which went totally viral from this point. What have I become now that I've betrayed everyone I've ever loved? I pushed them all away and I have been a slave to the Frieza in my mind. Is there something left for me to save in the wreckage of my life? My life? Find out, find out on the next exciting episode of Dragon Ball Z. I mean, Judas in, Judas in my mind. I become, I become, I become man. I become, I become, I become man. All elite wrestling in my mind. So seriously, how awesome is that clip? <laughs> you got to you got to go out and uh, go to Kyle's website, uh, uh, actually Twitter page and his uh, Facebook page. You can check it out there as well. It's on air. It is phenomenal because not only that, his facial expressions is gold. Like he's so animated. He's he's phenomenal. Uh, he's phenomenally animated with um, the way he does it. So he goes in full gear like this this guy's a a master of his craft and it was just awesome and i was like you know i just realized i haven't won i I talked to him from time to time um and and him and his lovely wife christina i uh she's she's been on the show too actually uh, a while back uh she she's a uh, writer of a she wrote a really good book called um ireland uh is my name uh calls my uh, name and um it, it, it was it's like absolutely awesome uh that he did this and it went so viral and it reached to none other than la champion himself la champion himself chris jericho who officially is now following him and from this point kyle just went bonkers like this is i love to see when famous people are fans because it's kind of a humbling moment it's like it's not all about them he's still a fan of things as well as people are a fan of him and I, 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 that's that's when you know some people are humble, are really humble about what they've done because they're they're not they're they don't feel that they're above everybody else, and I loved it. It, it just, he's so well humanized, it's, you know, he's just tremendous. So, you know, shout out to him. And and again, Kyle, if you're listening, thank you so so much for this. Again, I'm absolutely humbled and honored to actually know you and for you to do what you do for me for this show. I I'm so honored and and, and grateful for that so all right now that i'm now i gotta get off the glorifying kyle haber uh Aber and uh dragon ball bandwagon um let's move on to some other news here let's talk netflix let's talk ryan reynolds what does those two have to uh have in common well not just the recent movie that he made for him which i actually liked it's a really cool action like you know action flick that he did but there is a lot of talks and some confirmation from Netflix himself that they are looking to produce a live action version 
of the arcade classic Dragon's Lair, starring none other than Ryan Reynolds himself, who's not only said to actually star in it, but according to also sci-fi.com, Reynolds will produce and star in a movie adaption about the iconic character. He will be playing Dirk the Daring. Uh, if you guys don't know about this character, about, you know, this beloved, iconic video game legend, then you absolutely need to go in if you can even remotely consider yourself a true gamer you got to go back into history because he's one of the original iconic characters of video games and i'm talking dating back to the early 80s and dirk the daring who may actually rival more deaths than kenny from south park <laughs> due to all the quarters that has been put in in that game which by the way that time that that game I think cost a dollar for you to play it and you, the bad part is is like you couldn't play you could not beat the game because it's a dollar and most arcade games and coin up games were like a quarter you had to put a dollar to play this game and there's a lot of reasons why dragon's lair was legendary for it being ahead of its time the game considered uh consisted of laser disc of a laser disc format which allowed you to control the fate of a full feature animated cartoon using QTE commands. Dragon's Lair was in fact the first game to ever use QTE format that was famously adopted by Yu Suzuki later uh, with the cult classic Shinmu, which then again later adopted the popular and popularized by and revitalized by Santa Monaco Games, I believe, who um, created the God of War uh, series. And then from there, everybody else was using QTE, <laughs> pretty much. So he was that that game was the original game that did that. Dragon's Lair was ported to many gaming consoles over the years, and uh, even mobile devices. I, I I might even still have it for um, the iOS, to be honest. I don't know if they stopped, um, you know, distributing it or not, but I may still have it because I, I purchased it a while back. In fact, I beat it because of the mobile um, version because you didn't have to put quarters in. You could just keep going from there no matter how many times you die, but it's still not an easy game to play. You still got to have mad reflexes to, you know, get through the QTE scenes. And um, even uh, like th that came along with the sequel, which I also owned on iOS as well did not beat that version but space ace was another one that came uh shortly afterwards uh that they came out with and these games were revolutionary absolutely revolutionary for its time uh i love that game just for the simple just looking at the game or just watching somebody play that game we'd never seen anything like this and now we're at a level but we were at a level where we could see animation or games that look like the actual animation we are now like we we got games that bandai namco has made that really brings the animated character that looks exactly like the animated characters to life and we never we weren't at that level because when dragon slayer came out during that time we still had like 8-bit games or even i have 8-bit games we had like atari games i don't know i don't know the level of by uh, uh bits prior to eight like i think it could have been like five or two or something like that. i i don't know what level that was but eight big games created uh super mario but we weren't even at the level dragon's lair created a way to put an animated cartoon and have just just different you know clips of 
you know, this is this is even before the days of CD. CDs became marketable and profitable in like 89 and like late 80s and further. So laser discs were expensive as hell. So if you owned a laser disc player, you had money or you spent a lot of money when you probably shouldn't have you shouldn't be spending money. Uh but laser discs were like laser disc players and laser discs were expensive. So the fact that they were using that it, it really uh spoke volumes as to why that game was a dollar so but i think honestly as far as the actual movie i think ryan reynolds is perfect for this this is right up his alley he has the right type of humor because the, the, the game had a lot of humor as well uh i think they could do a lot this this has a lot of potential to be a really good movie especially if ryan reynolds is behind it because you know we saw what he did with uh with deadpool one and two and with those guys you know put how much passion they put behind that i i'm sure he's played this game as a kid he uh this is right he he will i think he'll knock this out of the park this could be among one of the best video game movies ever this has the potential because of the factors in it um right now i think as far as video successful video game movies i might give that nod to sonic right now i think sonic absolutely is the like one of the best right now i can't think of any more but we're finally getting to the part the part of our uh, of the industry where they're starting to smarten up on how to create an actually good video game movie so oh detective pikachu might actually may actually i think detective pikachu is sli- um slightly better than um sonic but sonic was really good i forgot about detective pikachu which also had ryan reynolds in there as well because i think if you really want to talk movies that actually matches to the source of the in a continuity i truly believe that they actually I, I truly believe that um detective pikachu matches more than even sonic to some extent i think what sonic did was make sense of some things that we couldn't really clarify in a sense so uh i think they did a great job with that i absolutely enjoyed that but i think ryan reynolds is going to absolutely knock it out the park with this and i'm looking forward to hearing more about this as well but netflix actually has confirmed that that is actually happening so i'm looking forward to that more information and in the world of uh netflix they i got notification and i'm very happy to announce this because i reviewed this a while back and i'm going to review this again netflix has announced the second season of high score girl is coming april 9th now take note april 9th which is the day before final fantasy 7 remake comes out where a lot of people may not be heard from again and what better time to be quarantined than to than when that game comes out i'll tell you that (laughs) so high school girl for those who don't remember or don't know or haven't uh, listened to the uh review that i did before high school high score girl is a absolute love letter to fighting gamers and gamers alike because they just they cover a lot in here and it tells the story of a kid named uh haru yaguchi uh, yaguchi and his passion or obsession for fighting games and being absolutely the absolute best now haru actually is played by johnny young buck who uh we're going to be talking about on the talk topic too so um that's going to be something interesting to keep track of as well but he's also you know he's played um he's also uh ichigo 
on Bleach as well, most famously Ichigo, and he's Nero on uh, what is that? Devil May Cry Five as well. He and he's one of the original. I believe he's the Red Ranger on on Power Rangers as well originally. So that's when he originally got a start, if I'm correct. Uh, but now he's doing a lot of great voice acting out there as well, and he's awesome. He absolutely is awesome. Uh, this is based. The, the story is based around actual vi- video game era. Like the timeline is based on the era of what of the gaming industry and you know and it really circles around more fighting games than anything so the timeline goes to like i believe it's if i remember correctly in the first season it started with street fighter one and you hear haru uh really talk about which you know the games that are that he plays throughout the time and and in so much somewhat intricate detail and which is cool because you kind of get a little bit of a history lesson or a flashback or a nostalgic feel of the you know especially if you're as you know if you're in the 40s like i am who remember being in stores or arcades during these during the time when these games were out so he starts off with street fighter one which was like 1987 and he's i believe in junior high at the time or something like that and he's they they're gonna go from junior high to high school with this and it goes all the way up to virtual like the after, later on in this in the season it goes all the way up to virtual fighter and time has gone by and these guys have gotten a little bit older but he still has the same obsession for gaming as well so you got that and um it goes all the way up to virtual fighter which is in 1993 so you you know go from you know the late 80s to the early 90s in a sense haru also falls in love with the evolution of games and the and his competition and his level of competition as well because he's in an arcade so he's like constantly learning how to do new techniques and everything and the cool part about it is that it really celebrates the japanese gamers and not it's I honestly I really hate to say this no disrespect to Japan but I don't think the Japan gamers are as good as what they used to be there was a time that when you looked at Japan when we got like footage of Japan like during the early days of when uh what was it like when um the internet was really starting to pop we would have footage of gamers in japan doing the sickest combos in a fighting game or like high level like whenever we say like japanese fighting uh, fighting gamers that we meant we were talking like in a high level case and they were so far in advance of where we weren't at the time like i, I i'll give you an example i remember when virtual fighter came out virtual fighter 4 and virtual fighter 5 came out i still say one of the greatest fighting games of all time Yu Suzuki created a masterpiece with that game and if you don't think I'm uh if you don't think I'm playing go and play that game find your way to buy the complete game of that and then go and do it it has I can tell you this it still to this day has one of the greatest training modes and tutorials ever it was the game it it was because of uh, virtual fighter four or five is what we really started focusing on animation and timing none of that was thought about until that game came out and i think people really forget about that and why that game should be about why the four and five should be praised hugely because now all of these e-league uh gamers especially these new ones who probably don't understand where this came from virtual fighter had it the most intricate by minute detail 
of the animation the timing of the animation and went like in order to know when to um deflect and you know it, it really helped your reflexes of understanding how to you know fight better so because of that it pushed other ga uh, game developers like capcom and, ba and uh, bandai namco to start put implementing the that type of feature into their training modes as well and it it, it really stepped up the game with that and i absolutely love the game i really the only thing i hated about virtual fighter four or five is that and i'm did they come out with a six too i forgot but the only thing i hated about that is that they had narratives they had story but they never really really got into the storylines like you just played the game boom you're out and then you play the other modes and that's it there was no story follow-up never it always pissed me off but it was so addictive and the gameplay was so engaging that you kind of just didn't care you just fought for the sake of fighting but it was awesome so along the way uh, Har um, Haru actually meets some arcade rivals in the form of Akira Ono and Kor uh, Kororu uh, Kidake or Kidaka, uh, who, who becomes infatuated. Both of them become infatuated with his passion for gaming. So to the point that he actually fall, they actually start to fall in love with him along the way. And it becomes this interesting love triangle because you got, I believe Akira, who is sort of an introvert in a sense, and she has a hard time expressing herself in a certain way so she does it through video game and i think haru um actually understands him from the from like it's almost become a language in itself when they play and they connect from that and i believe uh Karuro, or kararu actually wants the same understanding of that too so she becomes a she learns to become a gamer she doesn't have it naturally like the uh like akira and haru does she ends up working hard enough to understand why he loves it so much and in doing so she winds up falling in love with him as well so it's a great it's a really sweet sweet love story that also is like both love for the characters and love for the actual nostalgia of video games and just it, it celebrates fighting games mostly but it also talks about some other games in between too so like they they'll talk about galga They'll talk about some other games, Missile Command, all these, all these other games. They'll talk about all of those games and celebrate those as well. But for the most part, it's mostly fighting games at best. Um, this show is absolutely a gamer's delight. If you're a true hardcore gamer and an anime fan or otaku at the same time, this is the best of both worlds for you. I highly recommend you going out of your way and check that out as well. Um, I mean, because they really do. They, they uh, celebrate fighting game classics from Capcom, SNK, Sega, uh, you name it and uh, it's just all in there it's just so much more I'm looking forward to it so that is coming out very soon I uh, believe two uh, virtually almost two weeks from now so uh, it's awesome so my last bit of news for this segment is based on a question that I asked the ACMG members so basically you know I wanted to be a little bit fun with what's going on a lot of what I'd like to do for the ACMG group. The thing, and I've mentioned this before, my Facebook group is the reason why I'm here. It's the reason why I'm doing everything that I'm doing. It started from this group. But we gotta understand, it's the geek community. 
which means there are a lot of introverts in there. There are a lot of um, people in a, in a geek community as well. And there's certain stigmas within the geek community as well. For instance, a lot of shyness, uh, introverts as well. I mean, introverts aren't exactly always that shy, but they can be interesting. Um, they could be an interesting bunch. I mean, if you understand these situations with that. So I try to get people to communicate ironically of all places social media and although i hate the name the term social media because it it it, i think it brings a bad term and what was once a hot topic term is now something to is becoming what a bit of a stigma in a sense so i tend especially now more than ever i'm trying to get people to be to come out of the shell to uh come out of the proverbial bushes of the what what we call a keyboard if you will even just try to reach out more try to start community not not being afraid to communicate with people and you know because for years for the last few years all it is has just been people being bitter hateful envious and and just trolling you know so right now more than ever i needed to do that i put out a uh, a bit of a graphic promo just telling people not to be afraid to reach out to this social environment and i crossed out media because if you take out the media, it really is supposed to be a social environment. And I needed them to do that to talk about what they love and enjoy it with others, especially during this during these times. And I, I got to say, and I'm telling this now, I said it last week, I'm saying it again. If you are someone that is having trouble coping with these uncertain times, know that now, now more than ever, the ACMG Facebook group is here for you. If you want to, if you have a legit site, you got to have a, you got to not, you can't be afraid to be you. You can't be afraid to show you. If you have a, uh, a profile that is five years or over, if you're 18 or over, and if you're looking to communicate with everybody for the simple opportunity of communicating, not to sell or solicit or, or promote, then this is the place for you. And by the way, I don't necessarily mean that you can't promote your projects or whatever like that, but I... the social environment means that you need to be social means that you need to communicate so you need to get to know the people that you're trying to show what you're doing with and you can't do that by just dropping off a promo a promo whatever and doing it so if you want come to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash acmg1 guarantee you're going to have a lot of fun uh with that and we have a lot of great things that are going on that we attempt to do that other groups don't do you know i i i heavily heavily advise you to do that um we're here for you we are absolutely here for you it's it i'm trying to get people out of this mindset that we're all in it like it's not about being jealous it's not about being envious or hateful it's just enjoying about the same things even if somebody's doing something that you're not doing embrace it embrace it and celebrate it regardless if you want to do it be inspired by it don't be jealous of what anybody's doing but just celebrate what they're doing i just wrote something the other day about that too about you know what if what would happen if people actually were more inspired by the person instead of being jealous of them you know what the answer is productivity and promise guaranteed so you got to have a different perspective when you go into this group because i need adults in this group because this is an adult group and i need adults to act like adults but still be able to enjoy all the things and still come as a community 
the same way that other groups do outside that are not geek based or fan based you know we need that we need that more than ever so this is the place to do it but what i did is i had the opportunity to put out a little question asking you know giving a little bit of a scenario question so basically you're quarantined you're the and you only have one anime one comic one movie and one game in your house to entertain you until this whole entire thing is over what are they and choose wisely now i allow the acmg members to answer this with stipulations the anime part i did allow to do a series of anime because you can never just do one anime unless you think about it doing a movie it could be one movie but it could be a whole entire series if you want the movie had to be one movie like one movie that you can watch so many times and not get tired of that was the idea and it is is basically like a survival technique so i'm gonna uh read off some of these because some of these were actually pretty good so um a lot of smart anime fans <laughs> actually put one piece shout out to anthony uh casio he put one piece because it's like freaking almost a thousand episodes in there uh so i mean yeah it's it's i i agree that's a smart move you'll never ever it's like picking family guy or picking like the simpsons you will never get bored because even if you get, finished all of them you could go right back up and you got like 13 seasons of shows that really um or 30 seasons of shows to look at uh in there so i picked you know no not being biased but i picked naruto to, uh to that extent um now he didn't did he pick yeah he did he did because he just picked uh one piece but uh for comics he picked x-men the movie he picked was goodfellas the game he picked nfl street uh which is a classic like shout out to uh ea big like i i that's when ea was such a good company i missed that i totally missed that for me i picked uh naruto shippuden uh ultimate spider-man for my comics um ultimate spider-man is still one of the best spidey comics i've ever read uh avengers endgame it's like three hours long you can't get tired of it and you always there's a lot of sense of hope and and community and gathering and in in unity there so i love that uh spider-man for the ps4 because even if i beat the game i love the story i can replay it over again and then i could just cruise and just do whatever the hell i want swinging uh, in new york just love it my man travis mckinnon said bleach for his anime flash for his comics biker boys shout out to that old school deal for his uh for his uh movie and so calm for his game that he constantly plays god i haven't heard, seen biker boys in ages that is that is old school uh baller right there uh damian hopkins one piece can't go wrong with, uh with 900 plus episodes i totally agree with that comic gold digger never heard it i want just a comic series that um that he can read over and over again movie starship troopers i it's really weird that is one of those cult classics and i watched that and i was like all right that you know i guess this for people who love the game and you know it was okay it was okay i mean it wasn't the to me it wasn't the best but it's not about me it's about him that's what he loved that's what he got um game dungeons and dragons dude it, it, look in quarantine time that's going to be interesting because like dungeons and dragons last four years 
and as much as I'm not a fan of the game, much respect to that game because now I understand like whoever like is a D and D guy, especially if you're a dungeon master, and we got capability of the internet, you could go on forever with that game. So you will survive <laughs> playing a game unless you have an argument with the dungeon master. <laughs> in that case, um, he said he really needed to pencil that in. It was like it's you know the game will never get old, and he's absolutely right because you forever are doing an adventure. He's absolutely right, man. I, I yeah, it, it, Dungeons and Dragons is the roach of tabletop games. <laughs> Just don't deny it. you can't. You can always do something new with it. It, it respect. So Jessica uh, Riccioso uh, um, uh, had Kenshin for the anime, also a great one. Comics, uh, Uncanny X Men. I wonder if she mentioned like the '90s version. Has to be the '90s version. Uh, movie Winter Soldier. Can't deny that one either. And game Animal Crossing. Current boredom and lifesaver. Now I look. I talked about that game on Select Start this week. Um, about how I think that game helps people psychologically, and I thought they all of her choices were great on that one. Um, Henry Hansen. One of our, I believe he's probably one of our newest members. I don't recall him ever really communicating. This is awesome. This is like one of those things that I like. He's like, this dude's um, now jumping on. You know, shout out to him. You know, uh, Full Metal Alchemist for his anime. Also a classic. Whether you have controversy over that or not, undeniably one of the greatest animes of all time. Just based on who is starring in that and not whatever. Um, Spawn. I'm kicking back and reading that again now myself you know great choice pulp fiction awesome tarantino film the one that really got him in gear can't deny that uh soul reaver classic love it absolutely love it jp thybert his anime get look my man picked out some really great stuff here he got gintama uh comic name powers movie john wick game i either division two or diablo one or the other he got it right there i gotta check out diablo three uh diablo that's a diablo two actually it's diablo three um yeah gintama dude if you want a great laugh that gintama is the deadpool of anime it really is a lot of if you have not watched gintama it's one of shonen jump's most funniest shows out there um it, it, with the exception of Psyche K, um, that is one of the actual funniest Shonen Jump comics out there because it breaks so many fourth walls out there and it mentions a lot of other Shonen Jump animes out there like Fist of the North Star and Dragon Ball and just a whole bunch. It's hilarious out there. So, you know, that 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 is awesome. Great choices out there for him. Um, what is the other one here? here what do we have here because uh, we got when we talked about Gintama we got into a big conversation Matt Croft one of my favorite guys here Dragon Ball Z of course somebody was going to pick that you know and, and take note it's not that we don't want any of the other ones because like I could have easily said Dragon Ball Z as well um, but I think what I love about Naruto with me is that I'm able to, I think I'm able actually to understand, like, Naruto to me is the Spider-Man of anime, because he's not a guy that has a lot of power, and he didn't grow up, you know, with a happy upbringing, 
And a lot of people can relate to that. And he had to persevere through all of that. He had to prove his worth through all that. And that's what strikes me. I think that's, I think for, from a survival standpoint, I think that that's why I picked Spider-Man and that's why I picked you know naruto because if we're going through all this situation right now the next the thing i want is something that's going to inspire me and motivate me to keep going and naruto and, and peter parker is going to do that by far uh because they did not have everything at their beck and call they had to fight and earn for their value they had to prove their worth to the world and that's why i dug both of those and picked those so uh dan Mas uh marston another one that uh new uh one that hasn't been uh talking in the group as much but he put it down uh sergeant frog i have no idea what anime that is never heard of that one i need to look that up uh comic the god of high school sounds very interesting uh movie tropic thunder and game uh did he pick a game i don't think he did pick a game that's interesting that is very interesting i don't think he did he, i guess he just couldn't figure it out but that's awesome um let me see ivy roll oh man uh anime serial experiment lane i think there's something i gotta look up comic the max very nice uh movie balls of fury that was a that was a really funny one too in game mario kart absolutely love that the max was yo i love i love the book but i love the anime the uh the animation that they did for uh mtv a while back oh that was awesome uh my man anthony whitaker jojo he didn't say particularly which jojo by the way he just said jojo he's just gonna run the whole entire series through i don't blame him because I'm, I'm i've become such a huge fan of the jojo series especially now i've been playing the uh game the video game again uh now i played the video game the second time because i'm now understanding all of the characters i'm now familiar with the characters when i played that game before i was like only understood stardust chronicle guys and didn't know about you know diamond is unbreakable or the fact that you know jotaro had a daughter later on in the series as well and she's now one of the main characters of a show and um so all of it became made sense so i was able to enjoy the game the second time around when i uh played it over again so uh jojo's his uh comic the boys awesome pick love the uh amazon prime series uh movie drunken tiger big martial arts mark right there game the new call of duty Warzone. so awesome on him uh kiana my homegirl uh bleach is actually hers can't blame her for that especially when a new series has always been talked about coming out comic the walking dead can't well you know what I, more power to her on that one because the walking dead is great when, it's great to read when things are better in life i i'm i'm not reading the walking dead during these times because no no i'm good and i've read the book and, I, and and robert kirkman is phenomenal but it's too close to home it's getting a little bit too close to home right now so i refuse to read that book on how humans act really crazy on a social on a sociological level nah i'm good more power to you nah girl and stay away from that book but um the game she said uh the block game on my phone hey more power to you like game is a game doesn't matter my man picked a tabletop game a while back with dungeons and dragons so far be it from you to not be able to enjoy a game that you like it doesn't have to be whatever 
<laughs> so Leanne Raymond, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, that's another one. If I, you know, because I narrowed it down to one, I had to pick, I had to pick something, but something that was more meaningful to me and had to make sense. But Yu Yu Hakusho, if I said the top five, Yu Yu Hakusho and Dragon Ball would absolutely be the top three for me, bar none. Uh, for a comic, he picked Yumi's Cell, movie Beetlejuice, very nice classic, Tim Burton, and game Animal Crossing. So, yeah, very cool, uh, very, very cool list he got right there. Craig Holland, my man, anime, Dragon Ball Z, comic, Spidey, movie, Infinity. Yeah, he tried to be slick. He put Infinity War and Endgame on there, and I had to make him pick one of the two. And for game NBA 2K20, I know he plays that very often. I know he's also sad at the fact that we're out of here, uh, that we that there's no more season for the NBA, man. But guess what? There's no more anything now. We barely got wrestling right now. We don't know how long that's lasted, so we're trying to enjoy that as much as possible, too. Uh, Jim Caston. Trigun. Uh, we got tree. We got tree gun here for anime. We got Green Lantern for comics. We got 1989 Batman, another Tim Burton out there, and Skyrim for his game. So how many more we got there? Well, it just goes down. I'm gonna read off like two more here. Lawrence Daniel, anime fairy tale. Now this is one of the rare people that actually likes fairy tale. There's a lot of people who, like myself included, who wants to like fairy tale but it's, it's hard to get into it's a rough start to that um anime series we keep hearing that it gets better there but there's a hill that you got to climb a slow hill that you got to climb before you get down to the other level and i heard it was pretty damn i heard it was pretty uh, damn good at the end but like people have tried we've even i think we've tried uh like when we first started doing a podcast uh, some of our former co-hosts was trying to re, uh, watch that got into it to a certain extent then fell off it, it just it's it's hard to get through fairy tale to some extent but um his comic is war of kings uh, um, uh omnibus which is over a thousand pages uh movie princess bride can't go wrong with that game bleach brave soul god i haven't played that in a while awesome I agree. I, I really like that game. Uh, let me see. La let me see. This is the last one. I'll do what we got here. Yeah, I'll do two more here. Because, I mean, it's just going down. A lot of people have contributed to this. But um, let's go down to Sean Priestley here. Sean Priestley, another season member here. He chimes in every so often. Anime, Naruto, my man. Comic, Scud, the Disposable Assassin. Uh, movie, The Godfather, the complete epic version. Uh, and his game, Red Dead. So really good picks, really strong picks right there. Last one goes to Jay Anomaly. And I still don't know if that's his real name or not. But um, anime, Ronan Warriors, complete series. Ah. Uh -huh. Very good one. Very good choice. Comic Watchmen. Another very good choice. Uh, movie. What is it? Val uh, Valerian. The City of a Thousand Planets. I think I remember that. Gamer. Lemming. So 
there you have it right there folks that there i mean thank you to all of the um everybody out there who participated in this was, i mean just literally i got, got a really great response from this just ran down the whole entire thing and uh you know people played to their strengths and played it well so folks that will do it for what's new in the world of acmg we're gonna take a break come back and we're gonna talk one piece stampede and again celebrating the uh coming of one piece pirate warriors 4 which i'll be reviewing next week but uh we're gonna talk about this movie and it's some very interestingly cool things that i want to talk about with this movie and some really significant things as well so we'll do that right after this Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Hebert, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live. This is Charlotte Chung. And Fred Tatashore. And you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Do it. And now, it's time for our Talk Topic of the Week. Ready? Fight! Alright folks, we are back with our Talk Topic of the Week, and it is my review of One Piece Stampede, uh, which arrived around October of 2019 uh, to select theaters, as they always do, and they did it with this one, pretty much gave it the Dragon Ball Z, uh, Dragon Ball Super Brawly uh, treatment in a sense not from a promotional standpoint but just a production standpoint here because the look of this resembles a lot of like a lot of what you saw in the Brawly movie and <clears throat> which means they're going in with a particular different art style in a sense where it's a uh, sketch where it has the sketched out uh, hand drawn look that I love from uh, Brawly, so that was a big plus for me. Uh, all of the characters from throughout the entire uh, series of One Piece is in here. So basically, this is pretty much celebrating, I think, the 20th anniversary of uh, One Piece. So they're bringing this back out with this really cool storyline of the uh of these guys coming in so this is uh what i've read is a non-canon story that does kind of base itself somewhere within some of these sagas but if you notice the time if you base it on luffy's actual style because he's in like gear five or six or something of his powers of his uh gum gum fruit powers so he, he's at a very powerful level so this is definitely further down the line and the basic synopsis of the story is that the world's boldest buccaneers or pirates set sail to for the great pirate festival where the straw uh, the straw hat pirates uh join in a mad dash race to find gold d rogers treasure and it is believed that this is the actual place where they will get the actual location of where the one piece is at now granted this whole pirate festival 
is created by pirates to lure all of the pirates there and of course it's not just the pirates because the marines are coming too you got smoker and a few other the generals and whatnot that are coming to this event as well and try to trap them but this whole thing comes off as a ploy and a plot to bring all the pirates there and i, I with the hidden agenda and intention possibly to take all the pirates out in particular all the most powerful pirates out or to be able to fight all the all of the pirates in this uh deal so this also includes a brand new character uh that is in here by the name of bullet and he is supposed to be this is by far the like he actually is coming off like the brawly of one piece characters in here the dude actually looks to have the, almost the same power or similar gum gum uh abilities as uh luffy does like there's a part in there where he uses his powers to like that which knocks out everybody in the entire uh festival except for those who are considered like the most powerful of them all and luffy is one of among the rest that actually still stays standing throughout this whole thing so but the cool part about this is that this this whole entire uh movie resembles like that of the mad 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 world movie that i mentioned a few episodes back where everybody's looking for this mcgovern and everybody's going out to find it and this is what is happening here which is kind of the actual premise of one piece in the first place but now it's just all here it you know where in one piece is like everybody paced to different sagas to meet these you know people now they have this one ground zero point where everybody comes to where they're not only celebrating pirate you know piracy but they're also going to be competing with each other to get the actual location of the one piece so you got everybody like a who's who of everybody here law is here you got uh the new character by the name is douglas bullet who is believed to be a former um buccaneer of roger d uh gold so he is the one that's going to be coming in to he's the one that's luring all the pirates in and in fact i think his much just watching the movie his intentions was to take out every bit of the most powerful pirates by himself including the straw hat pirates because luffy is the most uh wanted criminal of all of, of, of the entire world so his idea is that you know from what i've read and understand is like after serving uh as a childhood uh soldier in the, in his homeland of gosberg uh he joined with roger with roger pirates so he was one of his former pirates uh who was later in prison in the imperial down for over 20 years during the time when roger was decapitated and killed and announced that the one piece was available so now that those guys are freed they're going to take out everybody so they can get the one piece themselves and that's including roger d luffy uh and marshall d uh you know uh, teach and everybody else out there this leads to some really hardcore battles because once he reveals himself and they recognize him as a really powerful dude bullet and luffy go into a huge bang like bullet takes out a bunch of the most powerful people but he's most for he's most like more than likely looking forward to facing luffy and they get into this huge huge battle which because i have reason to believe that these are this was done by the same people who made 
um, Brawly. I was expecting, and I mean Dragon Ball Super Brawly. I was expecting a major, major brawl, and we got that. Not into, not exactly as high paced and fast paced as. Um, you know they did with Brawly versus Goku and Vegeta and even Frieza to that extent, but it's it's high impact more than high and high uh, paced. There, it's really in, like a big intense battle. Beautiful animation, stunningly beautiful animation, just as beautiful as what you saw from Dragon Ball Super here. And again, like all of your favorite people here, but it just comes down to that big huge brawl with uh, with all of the uh, characters versus bullet uh even akuma i mean like everybody if this is the fanfare for one piece fans if you're looking for a huge fanfare throughout everything that you saw in the 900 plus episodes that you've seen on this show this movie gives it to you i actually honestly i've watched other movies before like um one piece gold which i do love but i there are times i, I find myself never finishing watching it this i enjoyed from start to finish um because i maybe it's because it was just more action it was just and, and the action that was there was just well done really well done there's a lot of comedy in here and it's just everything the comedy and everything is just you know clicks really well and it's just a celebration of the entire series by bringing in every character oh, virtually almost every character in here and i, I this is the one thing i want to point out there's two things I want to point out. One, that if you're one of those anime uppity fans, and if you haven't heard that term, it's because I created that term. The anime uppity is a term that I create for fans who pretentiously watch uh, Japanese sub. Like I watch Japanese sub if I have to, and I do enjoy it when I can because I, you know, if I had the time to read it off, it's fine. But anime uppity fans are people who just refuse to like any dub no matter how great the dub is and how great these actors are and doing what they're doing and like some of them are people from back in the 90s who may have hated the dub versions from back then and just swore off it and i kind of understand that in the sense that the dub and the dub voicing from back then was kind of horrendous because they didn't take the culture seriously and they didn't understand the culture these guys understand the culture now they're well highly more aware and educated and respectful to the tradition and culture of anime so they do what is now called adr which is something that was never taught back then they created adr was created to make sure that the that the voice acting the narrative the, the script writing was matched that which you saw in, in, in slightly different to format the uh, American dialogue so there's a lot of work that goes into it but you got anime uppity people who not only refuse to watch it but there's also some who tend to want to feel that who tend to believe that by watching the sub means that they're more cultured or they have a reason to believe that watching the sub means that they'll learn how to speak fluid Japanese or Nihonjin and that is not the case I'm sad to tell you that is not the case uh, I used to watch anime for that reason myself and just realized that if I really want to understand and learn it I have to get a tutor which I actually did for a short term and, and you know she winded up shout out to Michio 
<laughs> she I, I managed to meet that I uh, meet her like way back when I was in college and she was she's um Japanese and she was fluent in her own language enough to be able to teach me elementary level and so I knew the structure and everything but I I paid that woman to teach me how to learn a bit of Japanese to understand the structure and how things are people pretentiously go on air to feel like you know if I listen to the Japanese version of an anime, that makes me better than everybody else. And that makes me more cultured or more seasoned or more aware. No, it does not. It just means that you pretend to like something just for that sake. You can watch sub and enjoy it, but you can also watch dub and enjoy it. It's, there is no difference. That it, it doesn't make you better because you're not gonna learn Japanese by origin. And you're not gonna be better than anybody else because you are able. What it tells you is that you got a lot of time in your hands to watch anime. A lot of people don't have a lot of, especially adults. Adults usually are working. They have a lot of to do. They got kids, so they don't have time to watch the uh, sub. There's no disrespect to the sub, but you just don't have that much time. If you are an adult and you do have that much time to watch a sub, you, hey, eh, unless you're rich, you kind of got a lot of time in your hands for some reason. That, that's, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. But, you know, dub works for a lot of people. The act, the voice acting is phenomenal compared to what it was back then. Not all of it to an extent, but like when you talk about the Funimation guys or the Viz Video Media people, those are consummate professionals. These are actors of their trade. They're not just doing voice acting. Some of them do live action. Some of them are really well done. Like like I mentioned, Kyle Haber uh, and, uh, and Fred Tatashore, who do multiple voices so well that you don't know recognize what they are gotta love it gotta love it but i hate to tell people this because i got this from amazon video and if maybe you can find it somewhere else maybe like uh uh definitely itunes maybe you can find it there and other places but the one i got for amazon prime is only and i mean only dubbed in english so if you're one of those anime uppity folks sorry to tell you but if you get it from uh prime if you get it from prime video you're gonna have to enjoy it for what it is and the voice acting is very well done because again it's done by professional actors and i think that's the thing that people try to forget is that it's done by professional actors i mean you got cal abair is in there you got johnny young boss you got uh chris Seb, uh Sabot, who's everybody's a fan of these guys um just a who's who pra uh, patrick uh sage i just talked to that dude the other day via email um uh justin cook i mean just everybody's in it uh johnny young ba which speaking of which that's the other thing i want to mention johnny young ba who plays ichigo on bleach is in here and interesting to note is that the character sabo is what he's playing now if anybody remembers if you're a really big fan of one piece like that and you're really um understanding of the characters that play these roles you know that sabo was played by Vic Mignogna previously. He was on. Uh, he played him on Gold. He played him on other aspects as well, um, and in a series, I believe. Now, as you know, due to the circumstances and the controversy over the allegations and, and allegations and uh, accusations of Vic having sexual misconduct, they uh, stripped him of the opportunity to uh, be able to play any characters. That's not only this, but also. Um, brawly as well and in his place is johnny who i remember talking i remember seeing on uh, social media when they announced it 
is that he took over the roles that Vic was uh, taking. And I do recall that, you know, he's a friend of Vic and he, you know, before the announcement came that he uh, approached Vic, uh, Vic about it and he contacted him and uh, Vic totally understood and, you know, was in, in, gave him his good graces towards it so it was you know no animosity towards that right there there's no ill will there's a there's a there's a 50 50 battle between the vic Mignana thing situation still as to whether people you know he i don't think it was ever really proven in court or he was convicted of any type of situation in court of that as of yet still it's just up in the air it really is still up in the air with that one uh he just lost a case and for the other you know situation but i don't not not for that but I digress. Um, you know, so Johnny is taking over for the role of Sabo on this one, but and he does really, really well. And this is it, it he sounds just like the original Sabo, and he also sounds like um he can he he assimilates into those characters that Vic plays really well in here. So there is really no it doesn't take you out for any any reason at all um but you guys some really established actors in here eric vale playing sanji in here again um sunny straight who is actually uh krillin on dragon ball series he's usopp in here all of your favorite characters all your favorite voices if you're fans of those guys uh those uh actors are in here um you know so you there's a lot to enjoy the animation quality of style i love the epic battles i love in here um i love where this is going like there, there's not one i really i'm not joking there's not one this is this felt like the like the uh infinity war end game <laughs> of this because they also got big battles of the the marines are in here in here too like smoker and all the other uh marines um toby is even seen in here for a little glimpse they got everybody in here and there's this really epic battle like not only just a battle with bullet and all the other you know majorly powerful uh pirates but you also have a big battle between the pirates and the marines that just goes all out as well it's it's, it's there's an all-out like battle royal going on in this movie it's it's so cool like they didn't it's it's hard to believe but they did i don't believe they left one character out that was in this show and i don't believe any characters ever die on this show either on his on his movie and his series either but it's it's pretty awesome uh everybody gets their shine to some extent in here and it's a really i think honestly i really believe i like this this is the best in my opinion one piece movie i've seen um i love the animation style love the action uh not as fast paced but really well done uh in comparison to like super uh brawly and um this is a i absolutely love it so if i was to give this a grade i am absolutely just for the simple fact of the fanfare aspect the fact that they added on um great animation the fight scenes are really good um the comedy is well paced it's just a really big nostalgic uh affair fanfare event that one piece fans absolutely should love this was really well done i enjoyed it i give this an absolute solid a if i'm going to grade it for that go out of your way to check it out whether you like it like the anime uh dub or not if you don't like the sub um the fact that there's no sub you might want to check uh, other outlets like uh believe apple uh itunes to see the ios to see if they have it there or maybe uh psn for playstation i'm pretty sure it is somewhere around just for some reason uh 
the just for some reason that aspect of it wasn't there. I'm was, I'm actually surprised myself that it wasn't multi um there wasn't a multi audio in here as well. But it is what it is. I'm I'm actually happy with it. I love with everything that was done in this uh, movie. It's just, it's just so action packed, so well action packed. So uh, go out of your way to check it out if you haven't seen it yet, if you haven't had a chance to see it in theaters, but. If you're a One Piece fan, it's not. And guess what? Even if you're not a One Piece fan or if you're a One Piece fan that hasn't watched all of the actual series like I haven't, don't worry. You're not missing a thing. You can watch this and still enjoy it, even if you didn't have any. If anything, it'll intrigue you to want to watch the movie, um, the actual series, because they're all the characters in here that you may not have known about that came later on in like episode 800 and something or episode 760 or whatever, <laughs> something like that, or certain sagas that you didn't follow up on. Me personally, I after the Ace Saga and he passed away, I was like, oh man, that put me in a bad place. <laughs> but after seeing, you know, Luffy in this new gear stage, I'm ready to watch it again to see how he got to that level. And now after playing the actual game as well, uh, which we're going to be reviewing this week on Select Start, uh, I, I'm really intrigued to how he got to this level. So um, go out of your way to check it out. I love it. So uh, enjoy folks that will do it for this week and on acmg presents talk time live thank you so much and i hope that i was able to help entertain you and give you something else to think about during this time as well again shout out to everybody out there that's doing anything and, and even those who are staying home you're 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 saving somebody by staying in the house because we don't know how severe this is and apparently we can have it without even contracting it um we can have it without even experiencing the symptoms so just be aware of that you know educate yourself as much as possible on this situation and you know just be safe just be absolutely safe and again thank you to my good friend and saying <laughs> and wrestling fan and uh tech geek kyle a bear thank you so much you made my week by doing that soundbite and uh in your kind words as well just it means a lot it really means a lot i'll just put it uh, shortly as that thank you so very much for that folks again as i mentioned this week we're going to keep the ball rolling with one piece this week we will be reviewing one piece pirate warriors for the latest uh, uh the latest addition to the dynasty warrior uh version of the game and there's a lot to talk about with this game there's a lot of new features in this game that we're going to talk about in comparison to pirate warriors 3 which i've reviewed a while back as well and uh some really cool stuff to talk about and check out as well so i am playing it right now so by the time that the show comes out i should have beaten the game and checked out everything that it has to offer and be able to talk about the contrast between pirate warriors 3 and pirate warriors 4 you guys really got to see what happens at the end of this movie i'm not spoiling the damn thing but i'm watching it right now and it's it's some awesome things going on in this movie man it's it's pretty cool if you're not a one piece fan watching this movie might make you a one piece fan by this point so go out of your way to uh check that out and keep subscribing to us you can check us out on talktimelive.com you can check out all of our interviews on talktimelive.com forward slash exclusives or go into the actual page and check it out as well and um you can go into there's an exclusives tab that you can go to there are over 40 interviews i just updated the whole thing in its entirety and I cannot believe, I absolutely cannot believe <laughs> when I was done 
how many interviews that I've done. And that's not even, I didn't even add the Kevin Conroy press conference because that was a video um, conference that I did when I did that interview. Um, I didn't add the audio for the uh, Keystone Comic Con panel. Uh, and there again, and I, by again, speaking of which, I want to point out it out again. I know if you didn't hear on the on that panel and you're in Philadelphia area and you're wondering if Keystone Comic Con is still happening or in the works, I can confirm. I spoke to Betty, who is the uh, events manager, the one who oversees virtually everything in the Keystone Comic Con, who I partnered with last year um, for this. And yes, it is absolutely happening as far as right now. They're still in the works. They're still going full force with it. She emailed me and informed me out of the blue. So um, keep your fingers crossed that every hopefully things will change to a point that we can enjoy this but it won't happen if we all don't work together and do what is needed to for this to be done so please let's get it together and make sure that you're doing all the right things there so uh like i said over um you know 40 different interviews there so go out of your way to check it out there you can also check out and subscribe to a lot all of the major platforms there uh that we have out to offer out there for streaming and podcast streaming uh that's including spotify uh iheart radio apple podcast google podcast stitcher radio podbean pocket cast and all amazon devices there's so many different options for you to check out there and uh subscribe to the show and shout out to all the new listeners out there that have subscribed to our platform i really appreciate them really hope that you enjoy all of the content that we have here been doing it for four years strong and it's only gotten better through each time and you never know who's going to stop by you never know who's going to do things like that like uh sir gohan <laughs> did for this episode and for everything out there i gotta really i've had the honor of being able to meet a lot of some great and talented hardworking people who had a lot of great stories of how they became. And I hope you enjoy all those stories because I could not just keep them for myself. I had to share them to you and hopefully in hopes that you guys can be motivated and inspired to do the same thing. So thank you all once again. Uh, Stay tuned for this week on Select Start. And uh, until then, stay safe and, you know, look out for everybody else, but staying your ass in the house. So that will do it, folks. On behalf of myself, this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. People, be safe. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.